What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TGIF podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and I'm here with two of my hosts, Mr. Megastar Mark. Yo, what's up, everyone? And Killa Greg 17. Hello. Do you guys even have the X anymore? Do these monikers still mean anything to anyone? X going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the X. I the did. X? I did jump ship to Threads this week. How is it? It's a How's fucking threads? ghost town. It's boring really? shit. Okay. I figured yeah. as much. Yeah. yeah. Although I'll tell you what. Weirdly enough, my my Twitter has not updated. It's still to the X. The bird. Yeah, it's still the bird. Uh, Everything it's is still... desktop. I think only is the X right now. Who uses Twitter on a desktop? I mean, I do. Oh my god! <laughs> Nerd. I, thought they, I thought they broke. That. I do. Oh no, they broke TweetDeck. Yeah. Oh, TweetDeck was stupid. I never used yeah. it. But uh, am I still on the X? To. Technically, yes. Technically, I'm still. On the X, so you can follow. I'm still there. allowing X give it to give it to me. Right. Um. Knock but, knock. Open uh, up the door. <laughs> but my tenure is is probably ending. I am. Um, I unfortunately use both Twitter and Facebook for a lot of business, Instagram yeah. as well to an extent. Yeah. So like, unfor- I can never disconnect entirely, but right. I don't know. Do you do you get a lot of interaction on Twitter? Nope. No, I didn't figure. I mean, no, I don't no. think anybody does really it's, for a business. It's, it's getting what less and less and less. Yeah. Facebook, I bet you do though. Uh, it's definitely our most, but that's because we've had the longest sustainability there. Yeah. Um, but Facebook is also not it's. This you know this is that old man talking, but like I don't know how to reach kids. It's not where the young like folks Facebook are. is all moms. So right. like if if we can reach the mom of someone who will be like, oh, did you see so and so is doing this thing? Mm-hmm. That's valuable. But to it's very hard for me to actually reach my demographic. Like I, I don't want to send them nudes, so Snapchat's out. Well, I mean, don't and... disqualify it. I'm just saying. Okay. Disqualify it out of hand, you know. Yeah, what about the just me spinning you know? a magic card on my erect penis? You you can do some dance. It is a talent. I, yeah. I'll, I mean, I know. would probably get some response to that, but it's not Absolutely quite how I want to present myself. Highest yeah. engagement you would have gotten on yeah. Instagram. I know the Earth is boiling, but we're not in the apocalypse yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm not ready to dance for money. Again, you're not ready to dance for boiling. money again. Again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. That, that was a long time ago. Well, you know, we all do. Adventurous things when we're in college. You have a dark past. You have a dark. But if we have to be completely honest with you, it was never for the money. No, it wasn't. You, you know, know what it was for? It was for the art. That's it, what it was for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I had, I had something in my soul that needed to get out, mm-hmm. and I, unfortunately, I couldn't wear pants while it did. <laughs> you know, I'm a uh, modern day <laughs> ripper version of Andy Warhol. This is now. <laughs> Maybe the tenth episode of the TGF podcast that begins with X-rated content. <laughs> we always talk about something horrible at the beginning. Greg, have a, Greg, and I have a long-standing tradition to sabotage podcasts right at the beginning of the show. <laughs> if you didn't love it now, you're going to love it soon. Uh, last really, time because the... we're just delaying. It's mm-hmm. Like I don't just... want to talk about most of these shows. Oh, come on! Yes, you do. I want well, to talk about two pre- of them. Yeah, right. I want to talk about one, but for all the wrong reasons. Yes, exactly. Last time on the show, we did the school plays episode. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Pretty good one. It took a long break, so it's nice to be back on a regular schedule here. Uh, This time, it's a little different. 
our good buddy Nicole Stoner on Twitter gave us this topic and gave us the episodes. Give us a little bit of leeway to pick. So thank you, Nicole, for sending this over. The topic is TGIF and death. <laughs> a bright and sunny topic. Uh, but there's a lot of TGI death, TGIF death stuff oh, going yeah. on. This is not even, these four episodes are just some of it. I was saying Nicole gave us a list and we didn't pick some of the ones on the list, yeah, right. you know, because there were so many of these things. So yes, this was the perfect. Oh, we could have done the dinosaurs finale. Oh, but no, that has to be saved for the finale. Okay. All right. right. When we all get blown up by the atmosphere. Um, yeah. I mean, the, look outside. Exactly. We're almost there. We're getting close guys. No, please. No. Um, so this this episode's about TJF death episodes, which aren't all people. Right. <laughs> I mean, I all... wish it was. But... <laughs> I wished it upon myself during mm-hmm. one of the episodes. Um, so that got me thinking. TV deaths that impacted you in uh, not TJF world, or maybe oh. there's a TJF episode. Is there a T- TV death that you were like, damn. That full house where Uncle Joey kills himself. That was pretty rough. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we didn't pick that one. That one hurt. Oh, yeah. that was actually my fan fiction that me and oh, my right. That's right. I forgot That's about right. that. It was I like a 20 parter. It was it was really long. 20 parter. <laughs> 19 of the parts were him being Look, man, disemboweled. You don't you don't, <laughs> you don't die slow from poison. <laughs> <laughs> Greg wanted to prolong the death. <laughs> Make him feel better. Um. Oh, good question. Let me TV think. death. No, I'm death. sorry. You 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 jumped on me a little. Or movie. Or movie death. Some... Movie death. Hot. Um. You do a movie death. <sighs> it's gonna take want me. Want me to start? Say, you got sorry. you got one, Ryan. I know. Or? Yeah. I got, yeah. I got one. Locked and loaded. Hit us um, with some so I can think. The, here it is. The Transformers. The movie. Ooh. Death of Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. Screwed me on big time as a kid. Like, wait, what? He turned black. He's really dead. Dad. <laughs> My dad's freaking out. Like, a, what? What did I take this boy to? I thought this would be a nice movie. Yeah. That one messed me wow. up for a while when I was a kid. I'm, I mean, I'm really drawing a blank. It's a movie, but maybe I, I just mean, don't respond well to human emotions. Also, but. they resurrected him as like a weird zombie and they killed him again in TV. Oh. <laughs> they killed him twice. <laughs> God damn it. Hasbro, what are you doing? Um, yeah. Any other? Uh... I mean, when I was a kid, the uh, oh, what was it? The never-ending story with a horse died. <laughs> that really fucked Ooh, me up animals, for a while. Yeah, animals in movies. Yeah, that's and, always yeah. Rough. Any animal death t- typically will Tough. get me pretty hard. Yeah. And I was Tough a kid one. too. That was a that was a weird movie, by the way. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah. We're How fucked up know? as a society. We're going to talk about it soon. <laughs> Our millennials, the millennials are fucked up because of all this weird ass media that we consumed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got uh, you know what you know what messed me up. Uh, I love the show Firefly when they killed uh, Wash in the movie. Oh yeah, that made me mad. Okay, that was very out of, sudden out of nowhere. Like a spike goes through him and he's just dead. And like, oh my god. Yeah, my favorite guys in Firefly is dead. Not that Firefly would ever continue, but <laughs> a recent you're gonna laugh at this. A recent one that got me, and I think I think it's just because I 
you know, was when I saw it, I was a dad and I, I think it hit harder than it would to a lot of people. But when Yondu died in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, spoilers. Mm. Oh, um, that's a that good point. I really that good one hard. too. Yeah. Big time. Right. I'm a real sucker for like dad stories. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I get very emotional at the end of uh Field of Dreams every oh. fucking time. You're oh, a big yeah. fan. You're a big oh fan of Field of Dreams. Well, I right? think Field of Dreams is like yeah. a perfect movie. Right. Actually, that Great might movie. be a lie. I think Field of Dreams is a little slow for most people. Um, but yeah, I but think it's, it's the perfect movie. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's very good. I got um I got a smidge emotional at the end of Lost as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Um they killed a bunch uh, of people at the end of Lost, didn't they? Oh yeah. Well, they killed them all, right? Because they all went to kind of whatever yeah. hell or whatever, whatever they did. Um, no, I, I just really like that story. And I thought, I thought Jack's ending was pretty, pretty emotional, but mm-hmm. like actual deaths, I don't know. I'm just not that kind of person really. Hmm. Hmm. What about Iron so, Man? Um, <laughs> uh, Iron Man? No. Iron oh Man. my God. I was so ready for those fucking movies to be over that like, <laughs> I was crying tears of joy. That was that, that I was, was. Okay. done with 10 years of mundane bullshit. <laughs> there's more don't worry no there's yeah. not they've, they've <laughs> sunk it yeah ai wrote all the scripts and now no one cares AI <laughs> wrote all now, the we're, now we're entering in a world of barbies mm-hmm. and everything Barbie. is right for another two years we're barbies good. and atom bomb explosions that's what we're here for mm, right yeah uh, uh, I, mean, I am gonna go see that teenage Mutant ninja turtles movie that's gonna be the first movie i've been to in probably two yeah. years honestly looks good it's getting good looks reviews. Fun. I think yeah. it looks sick. I think it looks like, fun. I'm very, very looks excited. Looks fun. Yep. Yep. I like okay. that they actually got like young teenagers to play the turtles. I think that's a good call. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. As opposed to like the 40 year olds who did the voice in the animated series. Corey Feldman's reanimated AI voice. <laughs> he's got a great voice, though. The Feld. Yeah. Corey the Feldman's dead, right? No, Is he's he? not. What? He's not dead. <laughs> How is he's that alive. Possible? You would have remembered <laughs> on planet Earth. Didn't he have like his band performed on like the Today Show or something? That death would have broken you up, Greg. You would have remembered that. There would have been the disturbance one. in your world if he, if he was gone. Um, okay. I'll tell you, I, like I'll actually tell you, a real world person that got me kind of recently was Lance oh my Reddick. god, was really? Yeah, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick oh, from oh, the okay, Wire. yeah, 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 from yeah, the right. Wire. I mean, yeah, first off, yeah. I watched. You know, I've said this multiple times. I watched The Wire like three or four times a year, so mm-hmm. it's just very impactful to me. But mm-hmm. um, the the actual closest connection I had to him was that he plays, he does the voice of one of the main characters of Destiny, a game that I have probably twenty five hundred hours into. Um, wow. and like, so between The Wire, John Wick, and Destiny, three of like mm. my favorite things of my entire life, mm. he was a part of all of them. Um. Yeah. And he was literally playing Destiny, like because he was a big fan of the game. Actually, he was like playing it like an hour before he died. Oh shit! Wow. Which was like I don't know that hit me because it was like an actor I really love and a game I really love, and he was like a participant in the community and that thing that I love so much. Um, that really got to me. Not mm-hmm. to mention he was like fifty yeah. and ripped. Yeah. So like, what did he die of? Did... I think he had a heart attack. No, that'll do it. Never quite know. Um, Harold Ram when Harold Ramis died, that that broke me up because he it? just did so many things that I loved. It was directed so many things that I loved. The first movie I watched with my wife was Stripes, so it was like <laughs> it's good one to start there, with. You know, yeah, 
Like Ghost, yeah. That was a surprising one that kind of was like, oh, this sucks. This really sucks. But yeah, he, yeah. He came. He came back as Ghost Egon, though. You should be. Yeah, right. right. He came back as Ghost. Egon. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch that movie. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, it a movie. <laughs> it's better than the other one, so it's yeah, it takes a lot to drag me to see anything. Yeah, it's even even to drag me into my living room. <laughs> <laughs> i'm fine in here the older i get the more i watch the same three movies over and over and over and over Correct. again and it's mm-hmm. just like feels nice like the i just watched night. bull durham 150 times don't care don't care love it the other See? night i had like 15 minutes to kill and i like i was eating a bowl of cereal before i went to bed or something i just threw on goodfellas yeah mm. yeah big fucking mistake Yep. You yeah, sit there the whole thing. Yep. Two fifteen in the morning. I'm mm-hmm. watching the credits roll. You yep. know, movie it is for me, and it's such a stupid movie, but I fucking adore it. Is Roadhouse? Great. I will movie. watch Roadhouse anytime it's on. So much. Absolutely, fun. anytime it's on. I remember, like, it was like, like a year ago. Like I was, I was sitting at home, and uh, my wife was like, "Hey, do you want to go out and where I have to do a grocery run? Do you want to come with me?" And I literally flipped the channel, and it, the beginning of Roadhouse was on, and I'm like, "I am positive I will not be going with you right now." Not yet. <laughs> Swayze needs me. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. You ready to get into these episodes? I was born ready to get into these episodes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> TJF Death. Boy Meets World, Season 6, Episode 13. Well, we'll have a good time then. Jack and Sean's father, Chet, returns to town. He's in there with a heart attack, and you're out here complaining about forms? They weren't going to treat him until somebody filled out the paperwork? He's really been out of it since the ambulance ride. Yeah, well, maybe you're not going through what I am. I don't want to talk about this right now, okay? Let's just go see our father. The show got real preachy in the last couple of seasons, isn't it? I think, I I don't know if preachy is the right word. Shitty? I think that's a little closer. <laughs> so I remember this episode. I don't know if you guys do. I remember I remember this one. And then um when we did the marriages episode, remember Sean was acting real weird in the marriages episode and he like almost ruined Corey and Topanga's wedding and was like, Oh my god, I'll never have friends again. Well, this episode preceded that. Okay. So I think that explains his behavior a little bit more as to why he was acting like a lunatic. In I that got one. the impression at the beginning of this episode they weren't all like buddies with him. That he had done. Yeah, he something. was still he was still pissing everybody off. Before Is this that, when yeah. he became an alcoholic too? Like overnight? Oh yeah, we watched. He was that like, one. no, that was earlier. Booze and he loved it more than <laughs> he was the facing water. cop cars. That was earlier. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a few seasons before this. One sip of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> It was O'Doul's. I don't know what he's doing, though, right? This was season six. Also, it's right? a year before. Wow, I thought there it was is much, one, much and we haven't we haven't done it, but it's a famous one where he joins a cult as well, and I feel like it's around this time. Mm. Wowzers! They really, they really, they really put that Sean character. through his paces. They really degrassied Sean on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just throwing this out here, guys. <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the what board you, of ideas. It's already number have two. We tried Come on. Ask Roger. Roger, what do you think about heroin? <laughs> yeah. Funny? How do we make it funny? Punch it up. What if Punch Sean up, does Roger. a bunch of heroin and screams at his friends? <laughs> but the episode before he did crack. Mm. And then he was an alcoholic before. It's oh, a that. gateway drug episode. <laughs> That's a four-parter right there. 
Oh, we got 24 man. of these to write. That sounds good. Oh, my I don't God. know what would inspire you to make the heart of your show. Like, I mean, core is the heart of the show, but like Sean is like the most Big... appealing part of yeah, Boy Meets right. World. Oh, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. What would compel you to just make him unlikable? Mm-hmm. It's like those seasons of, of Dexter where he like gets a <laughs> girlfriend who's an asshole or something. It's like <sighs> nobody wants to see this shit. <laughs> what are you doing? Go back to kill it. Come on. Go back to kill. Yeah. What is this crap? <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, Dexter, what are you doing? This was easy. That's what I kept yeah. saying. Every time I watch Dexter, it makes me mad. I go, this was easy. All you right. do is this. A, B, C. You're done. Every episode. I'm good with it. I'll just screw it up. That's why I'm here. Come on. It's Yeah. How, I don't care about his love life. Like in the office when they made Pam just sort of shitty for a little mm-hmm. while. Like, why? I think she gets a bad rap in those seasons because I think she's relatively justified in her actions. But at the same time, it's like, you just... You didn't have to do that. People were not unhappy. No, not a single person on the planet was like, I'm over this Pam and Jim thing. <laughs> they were like, this show sucks, but at least Pam and Jim are on it. Right. Uh, she had to go to art school or whatever that was. Yeah. That was like All season right. four. That show got bad really fast. Everyone talks about that show being amazing and I watch it all the time. Binge, binge, binge. The office, the office, memes, memes. But that show got bad quick, really quick. It was fast. Like season one is not that great. Season two is really good. Three is really good. Four, meh. It's already on its way down. I think four is good. I think five is when it starts to. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So there's three good seasons of The Office. Yeah. There was. So uh, this is a tangent time, baby. Woo! We're, we're living in tangent, Bill. That's fine. Anything I, to prolong the full house conversation. <laughs> oh, I, I think. I think it's the beginning of season five because I think it was right around the writer's strike when the office started doing like hour long episodes for like four or five episodes. Mm. And I think that is like their jump the shark moment. Mm. Like a lot of people want to say it's when Michael left. I don't think that's true. Like those two parters got very long winded and like lore heavy, I would call them. And it's like, this is not what anybody wants. No. That's not what this is supposed to be. Put a fucking stapler in some jello and roll the <laughs> credits. <laughs> All right. Boy Meets World. Jack and Sean Chet. Death episodes. Sean's all twisted up. He even gets mad when they ask if he wants to get coffee. Like throws a shit fit. <laughs> Getting coffee and if he can afford coffee or not. Um. The pool table's been taken over by this weird old weird old dude who's taking everybody's money. It's Chet. Great pool player. Who we have Chet's seen before. Back. Yep. Seen him a bunch. In my mm-hmm. probably least favorite episode of the Boy Thanksgiving World. episode. Thanksgiving one. Yeah. Bad one. Yeah. Some of the moments in here don't feel earned. Maybe there's some more Chet between then and this but apparently he leaves the family at one point yeah he just disappears several times uh chet's here to hang out with the boys because he's missed family time oh no it's because he was fired from his job uh sean is very good at pool because of chet so he wins all the money back and gives it back to everybody you fool see he's not a bad guy um jack was not in the picture. So Sean grew up with Chet. We didn't find out about Jack until what? 
season five right or something like that they bring jack in as the mysterious other older brother um that he's never half, he's a half brother right? he's a half brother right right and he's rich mm-hmm. and he didn't know chad at all so that's the backstory on that so jack is excited to get to know chad he's like this is great i've never i didn't know this guy at all and sean's like no he's not staying he's out of here um Chet says he wants a tour and have steak and dinner. They seem like they have fun. They go back to the apartment and Chet meets Rachel and he's like, oh, baby, one day you're going to be a porn star and I'm going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I don't. We'll see. We'll see how this episode goes. That's a real tall drink of water over there. Uh, She says, I've heard so much. And he goes, Chet says, have you heard my wife's dead and I'm dating again? (laughs) Just hitting on my son's girlfriend. Uh, I also like how the actor who plays Chet, the only thing I know him from is, uh, was it uh, Waterboy? He's the Asian coach. I think he's in all those Adam Sandler movies. I must say so many things. I love that guy's voice. Oh, it's a great, great. voice. It's gravelly, and he's yes. actually he's very good as an actor. Like Agreed. we'll talk about it a little bit. What what he was given, he did a great job with. It's just I don't think what he was given was great. Mm. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. I mean, like this guy was in tons of stuff. Uh, they take a photo together. They're like you need a photo together, family photo. But Sean won't smile. Eric is not in this episode at all. Yes, he is. Except for this part where yeah, he comes say, in very briefly and drops an yeah. amazing joke. Mm-hmm. Comes in and goes, hey, Chet, when are you leaving? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all he says. Yep. He says a little bit more later, but like I'm telling you, him and Karen, I, I, wanna, I want give me another show of them too. <laughs> big home run there. He goes, uh, Sean, you've been busting my chops this whole time. What the hell's your problem? While he's saying that he gets a call about a new job. Dealing blackjack in Vegas. And then Sean flips out and says, all you do is come into town and make promises. And now you're going to get a job in Vegas. Seems like a fun job. I'd, lo- I'd love to yeah, have a job. That. Yeah, I quit right. my job right now to deal yeah, hell of an in awesome Vegas. Job. I also don't feel like that's a job, though, that people get recruited for. I feel like you just no. apply at the place. You know? right. Who's calling right. around? We hear you're really good at dealing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Chat's available. <laughs> get that Chet? guy on. You gotta get Chet on our table. Wipes the dry erase board. This weekend, Bellagio's after him. We gotta go ten percent higher. Put him on the marquee, baby. Chet's back. There's like a hundred blackjack dealers in this summer. (laughs) Chet. They put it on the marquee. Yeah, Chet and Chair. Chet Hunter dealing. (laughs) Chet sold out. Share nobody. Just fifty thousand seat arena. He's just there with yeah. a blackjack table. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's playing blackjack. He's just dealing it and then bringing it back in, shuffling and then putting it back out. Chet, Chet, Chet. He's just living his dream, baby. He's are being thrown on stage. Uh... It's a king. It's a king. He's doing this thing, you know, the like, <laughs> oh, yeah, fancy shit. The fancy shit about, like, oh, I got nothing in my sleeves. <laughs> He's or also do I? <laughs> Chet. 
dealing with no uh, with an OG. De- dealing. dealing with Jeff. Yeah, that's dealing the name of his ATO special. Yeah, right. <laughs> dealing with Chet. Oh yay, I love it. <laughs> I love Chet now. <laughs> dealing. Wait, can oh. I pick up the cards? No. <laughs> Just watch yeah. him work. <laughs> Chet yells back at Sean. <laughs> says, I want my show. I want to deal blackjack, but he has a heart attack. And uh <laughs> falls over. He has a heart attack. Naturally. <laughs> but he has a heart attack while yelling. So Sean is he's just the worst. He caused a heart attack here. Could have just been nice to his dad. Let him have his thing. Mm-hmm. Let him go to Vegas. Let him have a job. No. Uh, they go to the hospital, Jack and Sean fight about money and paperwork. And Jack's like, look, you don't have money. It's fine. It's good. We got to take care of this. And Sean's like, I'm paying half. And he's like, fine. It's $2,000. And he's like, all right, I can come up with a thousand bucks probably. And he's like a day. <laughs> and I feel like that's a deal today. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. right. That doesn't even get you all the way to the hospital. You yeah, stop yeah. They just kick you right out on the street. <laughs> Give us your card. We got to fill up. Oh my god! <laughs> Just strip you for parts at that. Why point. is it five thousand dollars to fill up? <laughs> Sirens don't pay for themselves, baby. <laughs> uh, Corey works on his vows, which is poetry. Uh, but it turns out they're Topanga's vows, and then. Topanga writes vows for Corey. This is a whole stupid thing. Um, and she's like, okay, well, he's like, I can write my own vows. Come on, what the fuck? And she's like, okay, go. And he says, stumbles through his words, and she's like, see, you're an idiot. I'm writing the vows for you. So like, all right, fine. She goes, okay, on to our wedding night in Bermuda. This was good. This got <laughs> I laughed at this. <laughs> On to our wedding night, Bermuda. If you want me to call you that during the wedding night, I'll call you that. I mean, whatever you want. She's like, the the trip is to Bermuda. Why are you so obsessed with sex? And I feel like every other character in the scene is like, huh? What's yeah. wrong with you, Topanga? His response is great was because I'm not getting any. I thought that mm. was that got me that got a laugh out of me. That was funny. Cause like remember we've seen their wedding. Remember that that actually I like that episode quite a bit. He just sprints out with her. He just leaves with her as quickly like, as possible. Shut everyone shut up. Yeah. Finally gonna get to do this after seven seasons. Right. Six seasons. Um somewhere in there, all the friends find out Chet had a heart attack. So they all go to the hospital. Chet wakes up. And uh, Rachel comes in and she feels bad. And they're like, oh, Eric says she she thinks she caused your heart attack with her cake that she gave you. So he was eating cake right before he had the heart attack and flipped out. Um, And everyone's like, "Okay, Chad, it's all right. You know, everything's going to be fine. Meanwhile, Eric turns around, puts a rubber glove on and says, all right, Chet, time to check you out. Bend over. Another line drive. <laughs> Another good one. <laughs> More argument about between the brothers about how to take care of Chet. Math the Matthews come down and Feeney comes down to check on Chet and they talk about Feeney says, Yeah, this seems so 
based on those other episodes, it just seems so unearned. Like, right. we're really worried about Chet. Do you right. really? Are you? Yeah. I Didn't Alan show, like, actual disdain for Chet? I thought they got into a fight at one point or my maybe i don't know i, I maybe that's a, a vestigial memory of another episode we haven't seen like, why along. the fuck is feeny there right and no How point the hell would he know feeny wake up and say boy i wonder what chet's up to <laughs> feeny says hey, chet, uh, you still, still dealing <laughs> her show got picked up yeah i got i got a penthouse at the bellagio baby can't wait to see your show feeny uh feeny says uh chet owes me a game of, of billiards <laughs> okay because he's english uh-huh. uh can you slip me some tequila chet says to the uh the nurse you put a little tequila in my iv she's like you don't need any help brother you're going down this episode chet you're not looking so good uh alan comes in in this conversation this is what i'm talking about it doesn't feel yeah. when alan's like hey whatever you need like you'll be fine and chet's like i'm I'm not going to make it. You need to look after these boys. And Alan's like, oh boy, I got four kids of my own. My guy, <laughs> this ain't happening. You see my daughter, wife? she's pregnant. My daughter That's swears insane. a lot. Okay. <laughs> my daughter swears on this show. Yeah. Uh, look after my boys. Where are you going to go? Not, not, not when I'm dead, when I'm in Vegas. Oh my God. You're leaving again. You son of a bitch. Um, is it Feeney that says or Corey? Somebody, somebody wise says to Sean, who keeps worrying about his dad leaving. It's like you know he's stuck in this hospital right now. He can't leave. So whatever you got to do, do it now. Um, the brothers argue about the childhoods. One was rich, one was not. Uh, Chet hears all this and he's like, "Look, I was a lousy dad." Pretty obvious. Sean goes, "I need you, Dad." That goes, I need you, son. We get the whole <laughs> the whole yeah. thing. Nice moment. Remember how but, good Will Smith was in that one? <laughs> that one where he actually had to so you know, good. Right. And then compare it to this. So good. Yeah. Chet immediately after the reconciliation goes into another heart attack. <laughs> and then that's why I mentioned never express love. <laughs> Right. Oh. Chet decided, you know what? My son is showing emotion. Time to check out. That's too the Lord much. Lord is punishing him. Yep. Chet is too closing much. early. So. Chet goes into another heart attack. Everybody has to leave. And then this weird doctor comes out who seems like he knows everybody, <laughs> which we may have missed. And he's like, boys. It's such a weird interaction mm-hmm. where he's like, boys, we couldn't save him. I thought that was Lynn Manuel Miranda. It <laughs> looks just like him. <laughs> Time traveling. It looks just Lin- like him. <laughs> wow, that guy adult Lynn Manuel Miranda. This guy—he's been around for ages. Wow, he's been like this forever. He wraps it. He comes out. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know my name is Lynn. I'm here to say your dad's dead. <laughs> His rapping wasn't as good then. He no, right. He had to refine it a little bit. He had to refine it anyway. Proto Lynn. This- <laughs> the like, ending of this sh- of this episode is insane because yeah. Chet dies. Yep, and then they just—that's it. That's it. Just There's no silver. The There's no silver lining. There's no like. Got to have our reconciliation. Wasn't that great? You know, we're brothers now. We we've, we've come through our differences. There's no silver line. He's just dead. I mean, I would assume the next episode explore. I hope it explores. It was the this wedding episode, little- though. Wait, directly after this? I think so. Wow. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. Right? 
it's weird. I mean, obviously, they continue to touch on Chet throughout the rest of this show. Sure. And like, well, you know, the other episodes that we see when the, the person passes, it's like halfway through the episode and they spend the rest of the episode dealing with it. This one right. was just a very quick like, nope, he's dead. Moving on. He's dead in the last two minutes. And then yeah. there's no uplifting happy tgif at the end that's right. that's the thing i found most fascinating about they this. really tried to i really i mean we've seen later boy meets world they really did kind of lean into the drama aspect a little bit more i don't yeah. think it ever worked i don't think i ever found any no. of them captivating or, or or you know interesting they all kind of fell flat looks like this one did uh but i think it was a very obvious point that they tried to make it more serious yeah i don't know that they did they executed what they were trying to do here extremely well, but there's some good plot points in here about real life. Does it need to be in a kid show on TJF? Probably not. That's a whole nother discussion. I don't know if I agree with you there. Really? Okay. Not like on the good plot points part. Oh, like, I mean like the, the brothers that don't get along because of the money and (sighs) that's something. Yeah. But I don't feel like anything was solved. Oh, it definitely wasn't solved. Like that's what I mean in execution. Like they had resolution. They had some stuff here they could have sunk in deep on, and they just didn't quite get there. But at the same time, so like you're right. I think they I think if you're gonna do an episode like this, it needs to be treated differently. Yeah. But also, this is a comedy show for children involving children. Which makes no sense that this happened. uh, the overarching theme for tonight is just how fucking bored i was mm-hmm. <laughs> like n- there's virtually no jokes in this comedy this, show for children yeah and this is still one of the better ones we're gonna watch tonight wow out of the four that we watched i do feel like this one had the least amount of jokes in it and i know but all four of them dealt with with the concept of death but i felt like other ones did it a little bit better well i guess we'll yeah. talk about that but like yeah this just was it, it felt like a drama. It really did with the occasional joke, the Eric joke. Right. But a thrown in. Bad one. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. like the thing. It's like right. it didn't this this episode didn't operate on any axis that it should have. Mm. It didn't operate as a comedy show, which it is. But OK, mm. you want to have a serious episode like that. That does happen. Yeah. Fine. But then it also doesn't operate as a drama either. It's mm. just vapid idiot stuff yeah oh my dad was mean to me dad you were mean to me you're right son i'm sorry and now i'm dead <laughs> i'm dealing dealing with jesus <laughs> i'm done just at a poker table at a blackjack table with charlemagne and dealing bob saget <laughs> yeah so i just i think this is just an absolute failure of an episode of television i agree no i was i was incredibly bored this this one more than any of them i was enraged at another this one i was just bored throughout the entire thing i couldn't wait for it to be over well one is the worst episode of television i've ever seen in my entire life so you ain't lying this isn't that we will get there i feel like you're just pushing it off to the end again yes he knows where the right he knows how to get us going maybe you gotta have opening right. acts. You don't just yes. start with Pantera. <laughs> what yeah, is right? what is Chet's opening act in Vegas? Oh, Chris Angel, <laughs> Mac. hanging with Mister Cooper, season two, episode thirteen. From who the heck the bell toes? Not wanting to admit that he can't remember a recently deceased basketball coach, Mark agrees to give a eulogy at his funeral. 
man above temptation. And wasn't it the temptations who said, Tell us, brother! Temptation said, let's say, uh, um, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> when it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I said, I guess you say, hey, what can make me feel this way? This episode's weird. <laughs> Deals yeah. with death in a weird way. Cooper comes in and the kid Tyler is raiding his fridge. This kid Tyler never does it for me. No, <laughs> He no. just never does it for me. He's raiding the fridge. Cooper's annoyed. Raven Simone is in this episode. Yes. Which is yeah, nice. She's good. Uh, she's very she's good. good in this one. Oh, yeah. You can they, just tell. You know, like. I, yeah. Go ahead. I, 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 I was saying like after Full House. And it just mm. made me want to scream <laughs> about like, Full House. Yeah, it made me retroactively angry again. Yeah. <laughs> we're just building the tension. To you know, we're, so we're much, all... She has so much talent, and yeah. it's like everybody on Full House just screams and runs away all the time. <laughs> Every line is delivered as if they are under duress, as they are because they're making the show. We're, we're, like, I say, Raven Simone is actually acting. Yeah. She's playing a character who is saying lines in a believable way she is expressive she's very good we're all wrestling fans so like there's that joke there's that thing in wrestling where somebody has the it factor and Mm. you don't know what the it is but it's there Mm -hmm. and you can just know it and you can see it like she she's got it like she just you you can just tell she was destined for other things (laughs) yep uh coop and raven hide the snacks um Geneva is that her name? The the mom of Raven Simone is that her name? She comes in and says the men are terrible. I tried to uh, buy groceries in the sky, took stuff out of my cart. There's no gentleman left in the world. And then we see that same bag boy following Vanessa home and bringing her groceries all the way from the grocery store back to the house because it's Vanessa. Yeah, because it's Holly Robinson Pete. And this is how she's treated. Yeah, I'll say this worked for me. I would also um, say I was actually like kind of analyzing it. Geneva's hmm. super good looking, also. Right. She's not right. I very, thought that too. It's always very funny to me when they sort of like make a beautiful actress homely mm-hmm. because you just can't hide certain things. Right. Like, beautiful people are beautiful whether right. they're wearing a dower dress or not. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically how we know that she's not as pretty as the other roommate because right. she dresses plainly. That's that right. doesn't wear it. cheetah print right. clothes. Um, that all happens, and Geneva's like, "That's the guy that stole the groceries from me." And then, uh, basically, Vanessa drops everything and is like, "Gonna go out on a date," which Geneva can't get a date to save her life, and she's like, just so bummed out. Uh, we get yet another. We get the same Cooper song, but yet another video <laughs> montage. This is like the tenth different time. We've had something in the Cooper video or song. I feel like it's different. given a Sabrina a run for its money. Good song. Mm-hmm. Great song. They finally nailed the song. It took them that, a while. Right. They had like that is to me the Mr. One. Cooper song. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, finally yeah. nailed the song. Raven Simone, who's Nicole, uh, realizes 
that Vanessa gets men to do shit for her. So what does she do? She gets Tyler to open jars and do all kinds of stuff for her. This works just for like me Vanessa. Too. Me too. Like, it was just like also like it it clearly showed how smart she is and how stupid mm-hmm. Tyler is. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, there you go. Let's uh, we're just kind of exploring the characters. I thought that was fine. And I like how they dropped the show is certainly not perfect, but I like how they dropped earlier. Like her, she was like blowing off her chores in the opening scene, I think. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, take the trash out. That's like your chore. And at some point, like she's like, open this jar. And he's like, Oh, sure, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, also, you should take out the trash. And he's like, did you do something with your hair? Sure, I'll take out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> she gets him to do her chores for her. Um, And Geneva's not happy about this. She's like, you can't live your life like that. And she, Basically, Nicole's like, Vanessa does. She does well. Look at her. She doesn't have to carry her groceries. She's a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had a credit card that got stuck high in the wall that one time. Yeah. Marvin Pickett. Cooper gets called that Marvin Pickett has died. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, okay, great. Okay, well, I'll see you later. And Geneva's like, who was that? And he's like, not a clue. Don't even know. Um, For some reason, Cooper has to teach drama, drama class to... Uh... He's a substitute, right? Right. Yeah, yeah he's so used he everywhere. I for mean, that. That was, makes sense. That's a good low-key premise for a television show if you have a charismatic person as your main Mm. character like because substitutes are always doing something and they're always they're always in over their head yeah right like that's perfect give him he's a scientist this week what kind of shenanigans can mark get into and mark is an expert bullshit artist so he can get himself out of pretty much anything in like shop class once i thought that was pretty funny from what i remember that was a funny one funny premise for him yep and it, it like starts out with him going, and that's why I didn't like be called to be called Bill Shakespeare, <laughs> like in the middle of a lecture <laughs> that he's making up, and that are like, uh, you, how are you gonna teach us how to act? And we don't even want to act. And Cooper's like, we act every single day. Like if you don't want to do something, you act. If you want to get something, you act. Um, and then the bell rings, and he's like, okay. The homework is to play a character in the real life world. Act in the real world. Okay. I'm going to do Cuba Gooding. <laughs> the Gooding. Uh, an Urkel like character comes in. Yeah. Marvin oh, Pickett's yeah. son they is even basically. Call him Urkel. Uh, yeah, right, right. Make a reference about him looking like Urkel. This is a weird multiverse thing. So, so Cooper doesn't involve, isn't in the TGI work because we know full how or, uh, yeah, but Full House. Michelle was in, in Cooper. Is yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. yes. And Urkel was in Full House. Yeah. So yeah. what? what? This is a mind, mind explosion moment. What? Maybe Urkel is just like an infamous like guy. <laughs> like like he, Cooper just knows who Urkel <laughs> famous, is. It's not a TV famous reference. Klutz Steve right. Urkel. It's not a TV again. reference. Right. He's just like you're like an Urkel guy. A guy named No Steve. You like yep. him? Weird. Man. Um, he played uh, by, Mar- played by Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar, yeah, Phil Lamar. Great, yeah, the great. He didn't Phil get Lamar. shot in the face this time. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, Marvin Pickett's son gives the yearbook to Cooper and says, "My dad meant a lot to you." 
And what a he's weird like, statement. <laughs> My dad meant a lot to you. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, Greg, you... I know I mean a lot to you. Just to let you know. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I can't. He's like, can you say something about it? He's like, I, I can't express it in words because he doesn't remember this guy. Um, we see Vanessa and Nicole Ramsamon are dressed exactly the same with the cheetah print clothes. And they've been shopping and they're going to put a fashion show on for mommy. And Geneva's freaked. Like, God damn it. That's a little weird. <laughs> you know, this is not good. Contrast this with the last episode of Full House we watched, where Becky just lost her fucking mind. <laughs> and like, Vanessa's not happy, but yeah, like, she handles it. Right. Right. Kind of. I mean, internally, Vanessa... she doesn't do too good, but outwardly, right. she handles it. Vanessa wasn't bathing Raven Simone, though. So, I mean, I guess... oh my God. <laughs> oh <point>. my God. <laughs> I'll never forget that moment. It's <laughs> an unforgettable mess. moment on this show. <laughs> The, uh, the the horror dip. that all three of us went through. Oh my it. god! That may be the worst thing we see on this entire. <laughs> and show Greg ever. dissecting the scene was good. And oh, if you haven't listened god. to the episode, check it out. Yeah, we got to clip that out. Marvin Pickett's son calls again. This guy's fucking unbelievably yeah. annoying. He's very Urkel-ish. Yeah, and um, Cooper's like, okay, sure, yeah, I guess you can come over. Like, how far away are you? So I can expect to. Do... And he's like, I'm at the door. Like. Great. So then Cooper, I like this. Cooper tries to get this guy to tell <laughs> yeah. the story of how they him and his dad met and like even like uses other people in the room to be like, hey, what about it? Right. Well, this is uh why don't you tell him the story of how he met? And he's just like, I should later. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, damn it. What part of like the story of how we met is your favorite? He's like, the middle. <laughs> that was good. In the middle. He even Philomar as this character breaks a vase and says, "Did I do that?" Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why is this happening? I'm more perplexed by this multiverse we've wandered into. It's like yeah. the basement, Brandon Mothball basement. Yeah. Right. Uh. I want to get. I want you to give the eulogy at my dad's funeral. And he's like, okay, well, where are you staying so I can meet up with you? And he's like, in the escort in your front lawn or whatever. Like, Jesus Christ, guy. Stop creeping around my house. He's dressed fairly well for someone who appears to be homeless. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Nicole comes in and he uses Nicole to try to get info. Finds out that this dude was the guy who's dead was the 11th grade basketball assistant coach. And Phil Lamar, as this character breaks a bunch of stuff all over the house. And then they go through the yearbook to try to figure out who this Marvin guy is and like jog Cooper's memory. And it's the dude's in a full body cast, so he can't see his face. Um, is it possible that Family Matters had jumped networks at this point? And that this was some sort of like rib or something? Maybe. maybe. Family Matters I mean, moved to CBS at the for end. The last season, right? We know that. But, like, yeah, you're right. Because, like, Cooper... This I is only like season still an overlap. two. I still like they were still on. Yeah. This is only season two of Cooper. Yeah, so I think right. there's more overlap. I feel like Cooper and Family Matters definitely existed together on, on TGIF for a bit. Maybe I'm wrong. We'd have to look it up. But I th- it's, it's only season two of Cooper, yeah. so... 
the principal PJ is mad about the kids doing street acting because they all got into trouble. I like PJ. What was her other show? She was um, like the star of another show. Shit. I want to say uh, eight is enough or no, I almost tropes. had it. She had a show. It was like Gloria or whatever or something. Yeah, like that. it no, wasn't that, it was, but it was like um, a slang. It was like the word was like or the, the name of the show was like a slang. There's no internet. We can't look it up. Yeah. Um so PJ yells at Cooper and then Leonard, who's the dead basketball coach's son. Yells at PJ is like, this guy's a great guy. What the heck's your problem? Like, he bent over backwards for you. And PJ is like, all right, I guess I apologize to you, Mark. And Mark's like, what the fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. And even Leonard can't believe that he pulled this off. Not, not bad acting by Phil Lamar here. Phil Lamar's great. To, <laughs> to do some, like, heavy hitting, like, no, 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 and then be shocked at like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. So, so real quick on Phil Lamar, it is weird how long his that man's career has stretched. Like, yeah. I mean, he did drama for most of his early career. He was a noted. I mean, obviously, Pulp Fiction is I think is what people recognize him from. But then he was on Mad TV doing comedy for a long right. time. Now he does voiceover work. I mean, dude's been around for almost two, three decades at this point. Yeah, I remember him from um, what was it Mad TV? Yeah, Mad TV. Yeah, I remember from yeah. that. Um. So Mark agrees to do the eulogy because this guy helped him out. So he feels like he has no choice. And everyone's like, you're going to sound like an idiot. You don't even know anything about him. He's like, no, it's going to be fine. So he goes to the funeral and says, I'll just get a quick peek at the corpse. And then I'll know. I'll remember and then I'll be good. But as soon as he says that, a urn comes in. Because the dude was cremated. He's like, fuck. What are there? No pictures of this guy? Every <laughs> funeral has like a thousand pictures of the person. Um, Vanessa comes in and like oogles the urn. She's like into the, how fancy the urn is. Um, Mike Mark tries to ask people at the funeral about Pickett without. He's like, hey, what's your favorite memory about Pickett? Like, I don't know. Deaf lady. And then a, an older lady who can't hear. And then a dude who speaks Spanish, so they can't communicate. Uh, so Coop decides to go up and just do, like, preacher man. <laughs> just let, let us pray. Amen. Clap, clap, clap. Like that whole thing. He even starts singing the temptations, <laughs> which people sing back a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> and then the deaf lady's like, all right, do you know, the, do you know this one by the temptations? <laughs> she wants another song. Um, and then he's like, he like brings it back around at the end of like, you know what? Gotta be honest. Don't really know this guy. I don't remember him that well, but if, if his son's anything like this guy, he's, it's worth it. He's worth it. And you know, his legacy lives on basically like this kid is relentless and a good kid and like, he's going to be okay. So kind of brings it back but it's still a little weird to have a eulogy i don't even know this guy but uh it's gonna I be okay. covered it well though i thought that was fine you yeah, know for the story yeah. uh all these students come back over to the house after the funeral and they apologize for messing up street acting and him getting in trouble and then coop tells the story about uh well he talks to the one kid who wants to go straight to the pros right and he's like you can't do that you need an education 
And he's like, the reason I got an education is because some idiot broke my toe. And then he figures out that's who this dude was. The guy who was a klutz and broke my toe so I couldn't go to the pros and got to get an education. So he figures it out and it's a nice little thing at the end. And then uh, at the end, Tyler and Coop kind of reverse the stuff on Vanessa and Nicole of like, oh, we're too dumb. We're a couple of dumb guys who don't know how to make ice cream. And Nicole comes in, Raven Simone's like, I can make a great Sunday. What are you talking about? And she makes it and gives it to him. And then Mark takes it from Tom's like, all right. Turned the, the life lessons free, but the ice cream's for me, baby. And he's out. <laughs> I actually really liked it. Okay. Um, first off, uh, there were jokes. So <laughs> no, weird, right? There that were jokes. was exciting. There were jokes. <laughs> there were jokes. <laughs> yeah. I so I'm not gonna say this is a perfect like episode of television. Mm. Um, but I just I really love these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch Mark Curry do fucking anything. <laughs> I could watch Mark Curry make a curry. Every <laughs> episode put on. There you I'll go. say every episode of Cooper, we haven't seen the best, I don't think, yet. Still. Yeah. He's great. Always. He's always great. This is a show that I feel like really developed more so than any of the other shows. Mm-hmm. Like what it started off at is not where it crafted itself to be when it got it to its best i feel like it's getting there at this point i feel like all the characters that i I think will be the best part of this are here now and they're just kind of refining it a little bit so um i laughed at a lot of these jokes i thought they were good yeah big time wow i think it's within mark's character mark mark is always concerned with like saving face yeah you know it's not so it's not so over the top where it's like i can never admit i'm wrong it was just like He'll always do what he can to just sort of like remain the cool guy is mm-hmm, probably the best right. way to put it. So like taken to a sitcom extreme, I think this is well within Mark's character to just fudge a eulogy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. You know, and then I think the moral of the story is pretty good. Like Mar- Marvin, it's Marvin, right? Philomar's yeah. Marvin. They're both Marvin, Marvin Jr. Martin Sr. No, Leonard. Leonard, Leonard. is uh, Philomar. Okay, Leonard. Like, I like that Mark was able to connect to this guy he didn't know through someone he now does know. And I think that's a good moral. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the end where he figures out who Leonard's dad actually is did not hit me the way I think it was intended. Yeah. Because it's sort of played off as like a sentimental moment. But like... I don't know. I felt like there was still a disconnect between what th- what they were trying to convey and what was actually being conveyed because there still seemed to be a little bit of resentment. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, right. I did like that guy. Like, yeah, he was a klutz. And you know what? He made me go to college. But like at the end of the day, he was a good guy and he was only looking out for me. It was like that yeah, asshole fucked yeah. me. Yeah. And right. like, yeah, it worked out and that's great. But It worked out by accident. Right. It worked out by it. accident. Not mm-hmm. for any reason. It Like it should have been like I got hurt and I was ready to just throw in the towel. I didn't know what I was going to do. And mm-hmm. my assistant coach came and he told me basketball isn't life. Like that's, that's the proper end to that story. Not this fucking dummy broke my foot and now I'm better off for it. Yeah. But how right. would he not remember the guy if, well, 
that yeah. conversation happened. How do you not right? remember the guy? It, it was your assistant coach. Right, right. I was I thought that in itself was a little weird. Because also, like Mark is what, 30 in his mid-30s right. at this point? Like, how do you not remember something that happened maybe like 10 years ago? And if you're it, good enough, sorry. Yeah, no, no, ahead. I was to say it was such a major part of his career of his life, you know, yeah. uh, of this show is his basketball right. career, and he doesn't remember that. Right. If you're good enough to go to the NBA out of high school, as yeah. Mark appears to be, then you probably know your coach is better than your parents. Yeah, right. Right. So I don't like the premise doesn't yeah. really ring true to me. And the the final moral, the final revelation doesn't hit the way I think it's supposed to. Yeah. And everything in between I thought was great. I thought- also like the <laughs> what injury have you sustained that you don't remember vividly? Yeah, like right. everyone's like this scar when I was six, I fell off the swing. And like, how does he not remember the guy who broke his foot? Right. Like that's a traumatic thing. I felt like the ending was very rushed. I felt like they got to a point and they felt like they needed to, re- you know, resolve everything. I feel like if they dropped a little bit more hints throughout the episode, I feel like maybe it would have hit stronger but i just feel like you know once the kids were there he was just telling the story and i felt like more of that should have been sprinkled in earlier to try to make this a little bit more impactful at the end mm. um i did like the jokes though like and i yeah, love too raven simone was so good and so funny she was good right like maybe phil lamar needed to drop something on yeah cooper's foot at some point right remember yes you know? that would have been great right Oh. Yeah, and I think that the one kid said something about going to the pros in the drama class, but they didn't put enough of that in there for me to right. remember at the end when he was, yeah. But I thought it was also a funny. So I actually thought, I'm going to get a little old man on this. Like, I thought this very low-key touched on an important idea of someone's legacy because Cooper was having trouble connecting to the to his past mm. and he was worried that he didn't he couldn't remember this person and i think he was little it sort of insinuated that he was worried that like what impact am i having on people but right to like have those yes. three people those three kids come in one of which was that rufio by the way it, it looked like rufio okay good i met rufio <laughs> and i thought it was him <laughs> yes what i'm pretty sure that was did rufio. we miss that Dante. Yeah. That's his real, think... that's his real name. All right, Mark's going to find out if that I'm was Rufio. Did we or not. miss a Rufio? Yeah. So I'm like when sure Rufio, Rufio and Omar Gooding come in what? and like it connects that, you know, now like it it shows that Mark is actually having an impact on these kids' lives. Right. Yeah. And like what he's worried about, he doesn't have to worry about. Yeah. I think that's a really good message, you know. And that, I mean, I think about that all the time because I don't have kids. So like a lot of people, I mean, you guys know for sure, like when you have kids, it's really obvious where your legacy is going. Mm. But like to me, it's like, I don't know, what are people going to remember after I die? And like Mark f- having those feelings and seeing it firsthand, like I am affecting people in a positive way. I think, right, that, yeah. I think that's good. Like that's a moral and they don't have to sacrifice the fucking jokes to do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh that is Rufio. Oh my God! Rufio! Oh, oh. Rufio's in this. His name is Sammy, and he's in two episodes. <laughs> Mr. Cooper. Oh. So. But this would have been post Hook, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to imagine it's the last thing he's done. <laughs> he met me. That, that's yeah. the last thing he did. Yeah, Mark had uh-huh. dinner with Rufio. I had, I had dinner with Rufio. My dinner with Mark. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rufio in this episode. God, I have such a history with the movie Hook. Do you guys I like the movie it. Hook or not? Love it. Yep. I okay. know everyone shits on it. Like, yeah, everyone hates it. Apparently, everyone, everyone shits on it because, it. like, you're comparing it to Spielberg's other work. If you if you grew up with that movie, it was fucking right. awesome. I thought it was great yeah. when I was a kid. Although, yeah, me too. you know, it is a little weird. Like, honestly, I feel like oh, you it's, could cut it's all that very weird. All that yeah. Julia Roberts stuff out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was that was odd. I couldn't yep. handle that even as a kid, and it's certainly mm. not now. Oh, it's bad. It's the Julia Roberts stuff. Dustin really. Hoffman there's, was there's some fucking rough stuff. awesome in Bob that. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins Bob. great like, in that. Yep. I Dustin love Bob Hoffman Hoskins, as and a that's still the Bob Hoskins role in me. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman as a suicidal hook is hysterical. As a guy who's not happy with his legacy. There we go. We're tying it back. Very funny. He just yeah. nailed it as like a middle-aged hook. Real funny. I also think that movie does a really good job of visually expressing a dreamlike whimsy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the way it's that filmed, I, you mean. Yeah. Spielberg would not agree with you. Well, what does he know? <laughs> he was not thrilled with the... He makes uh... movies with space penises in them. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Death of an author, right? Once yeah. he's done, it doesn't matter. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to Perfect Strangers? Season 3, Episode 22, Bye Bye Beaky. Balky's grandma dies while visiting Balky, and he pretends nothing unusual has happened. Here I am. In America, just where you wanted me to be. I, I know it was your dream to come here too. I just wish you could have seen more of this country. I was thinking, maybe you saw the Statue of Liberty from the window of your airplane. Wasn't she beautiful? The boys are late for work when the phone rings and it's a call from Meepos. And this is the first time we hear Meeposian spoke on the show. I feel like we must have heard it before. Yeah. It's season three, so probably, but I I don't remember hearing Meeposian spoke before. I think before this, there is an episode where Balky is in an arranged marriage. And I'm fairly sure that they speak Meeposian in that. Yeah, I'm sure they probably did. This is the first time I remember hearing it. Um, he says, it's my yaya. And then when he answers, when he hangs up, he says, bye bye, babe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to his own grandma. Um, his yaya is coming to America. And he's like, yaya, like my relation to to you. And he's like, no, on my mother's side, my yaya Biki. She's 106. And he's like, <laughs> Larry's like, how is a 106-year-old going to travel across the entire planet to get to Chicago? And Balky says, well, she takes the goats out and feeds 26 men and even does low-impact aerobics, so she'll be fine. And Larry's like, okay. Sure, buddy. He comes in, and Balky's decorated the apartment with onions and stuff, and then this cow. There's a cow in the living room. <laughs> All right, I I I I've been wanting to talk about this for a second. Okay. The cow. Okay. This okay, Larry's reaction to the cow. Yeah. Right. This is what sets this this show apart from every other TGIF show is the fact that this show has patience. At this point in a full house episode, 
every character would have been screaming their lines as quickly as possible to get through the scene as fast as possible. This, when they have Larry take a moment and he looks at the cow and then the cow moves and then he just kind of looks back at Bulky and then the cow moves again and then he sits down. Like, it just takes its time and is so subtle with what it's doing. Like, you know a joke is coming. You yeah. know what Larry's reaction is going to be, but they don't rush into it. And that's what I love about Perfect Strangers is it's it's smart enough to realize when to just say nothing. They do this thing too, where he looks at the cow and he's obviously angry at, that there's a cow in his apartment, but mm-hmm. he pulls Balky aside away from the cow to right. not as to not embarrass the cow. Right, right, right. <laughs> that whole like interaction of like. I got to talk to you about something, but not mm-hmm. in front of that. Not in front of the cow. He's got to, he can't do it in front of the cow. So he has to pull him in to the couch and be like, and then he builds up to it too there. He's like, listen, the onions, you know, it's your grandma. Okay. I get right. it. You know, even the eels in the bathtub, <laughs> I'll deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, this well- cow. It was, it was great. too much because like he's going he's like even the eels in the bathroom and balky interruption was like it's the cow isn't it he's like yeah it's the cow <laughs> it's the cow well yes <laughs> yeah it's the cow very funny he doesn't want to insult the cow but then he goes the cow bothers me <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a great line and they're just he's so calm about everything it just the i love cow it cow bothers the me cow bothers me just the so look funny. between him and the cow, like you yeah. said, the first look right. where right. he just like side eye looks at the cow is <laughs> hysterical. So funny. Oh, God. I love that there's a cow in this episode and it's comedy genius. There was a cow in You Wish and we're still lambasting how shit that was. <laughs> <laughs> because like. You wish was Andy Dick comes in. He's like, hey, everybody, look at the cow. You want to milk and Now you got a cow. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, I mean, I'm not terribly high on this episode of Perfect Strangers, but like that, that entire exchange between the two of them is just right. Oh, I don't know. It's like night and day. It is so good. Just the, it's the it's the cow, isn't it? Yeah, it's the cow. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's the cow. So good. The cow bothers me. <laughs> the calm reading of that line. Yeah, and then right. Balky's like, look, I made a blanket and a chair. And then Larry does it again. He goes, I don't mind the chair. <laughs> I mind the cow. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me we can take it back. And Balky says, yeah, but it has to be milk first. <laughs> okay. Balky teaches everyone at work. Uh, for for he's a jolly good fellow in me posting. I love when they sing. Kind of fun. I know they do it so well. Mm-hmm. Harriet brings up a great point. Should we surprise a woman who's 106 years old? <laughs> that might lead to disaster. But Yaya is fine. Yaya loves to party down. She'll be fine. The phone rings and we find out Yaya Biki died. <laughs> <laughs> she yep. died. She got to America and died when changing changing planes. And Larry receives the call and he's just like, I don't know how I'm going to tell Balky this news. Like, what am I even going to say? Goes home. Balky's doing more decorations with the girls and they're in their dresses. And then he says, when, when my Yaya sees this setup, she's going to die. 
<laughs> and then Larry's casually, I like this one too, where Larry's casually trying to get Jennifer and Marianne to leave. Yeah. To, so he can tell the news. And he's like, um, so I guess you had to get ready for the party and get your real dresses on. They're like, these are our real dresses. What's wrong with you? And then he's like, okay, how do I get rid of them now without insulting him? And so he goes, Lydia's wearing that same dress, I think. And so Jennifer's <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then he says the same thing to Marianne. Marianne, maybe you need to change too. And Marianne doesn't doesn't get it. Yeah. It's like, well, that's awkward. We're wearing the same dress. He's like, you should probably change. She's like, oh, okay. The blank stare, though, that she has when he first says it. She's a solid Marianne, I guess. Give me, give me a Marianne. Give me a Karen. <laughs> give me uh, a you know, Vanessa. I mean, give me a Raven. The super team of side characters. This is, right. I like a uh, Roger. Give me a Roger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Larry tells Balky the Yaya is going to be late, and Balky says she bought the farm, didn't she? And Larry's like, "Yes, but I don't think you understand what you're really saying." <laughs> He's like, "She always wanted that farm," and Larry's like, "No, she died when she got off the plane. Her heart just stopped." And Balky just doesn't even. Think about it for a single second. And just says, I need to buy more chips for the party. Let's go out. And then it says three weeks later, and they're coming back from a circus. And basically, they've gone out every single night for three weeks to try to distract Balky from this heartbreak. Going out one day a week is it's enough. All, it's all I can do at this point. It's enough. Uh, he said, Balky. Larry's like, I don't think we can do this anymore. Like, I don't physically think I can do this anymore. Let's rent a movie. Let's do anything else. Ducky's like, excuse me for being fun. And so Larry says, look, you're not happy. It's pretty clear you're not happy. And he said, I'm happy. Let it go. And then we find out why he's doing all these things. It's because when Beaky turned 100, she told Balky, just go on like nothing happened. And uh, Larry basically says, uh, I had an uncle who had the same problem. Maybe you need to talk to your dead Beaky or write her a letter or something. And so we get the monologue of Balky talking to the empty chair moment mm -hmm. and says like uh, how excited he was to come to America. Hopefully she got to see the Statue of Liberty and then said, I can't do what you want me to do. I've got to be sad. I've got to go upstairs and tell my friends I'm sad. I think they're going to be happy that I'm sad. And then he leaves the empty rocking chair. Mm -hmm. That's how the episode ends. It's a solid moment. Bronson yep. Pincho. Yeah. Nice good job. Acting. They're That's... always good actors. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, compare this to to like, you know, no offense to the, the actor who plays Sean. It's like when he was trying to be dramatic compared to when Bronson Peen is trying to right. be dramatic. It's night and day. I mean, it, way, way more acting chops with Bronson. Yeah, so not their. I don't know if this is their best, but the cow joke is great. I yeah, I mean, love it's the cow still joke. a caliber of show unparalleled with anything yeah. else we watch. Um, it's up there still, yeah. Right, but at the same time, like you know, similar to the Boy Meets World episode to an extent, is like while still funny, they definitely sacrifice funny for drama here, mm -hmm. and while it pays off mm. infinitely better than Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. it still kind of drags like yeah. you know it's nice to see 
uh, Balky sort of reconcile at the end, but also that's like that's like five solid minutes in my comedy where someone's being real fucking dour. Yeah, and yep. uh, I don't know. While while good, it certainly didn't scratch that TGIF comedy itch. Mm-hmm. But these episodes are all about death. So how much scratching of the itch is going to well, thing. But that's why I thought that hang with Mr. Cooper episode was so good because it dealt mm. with it. In my opinion, while subtle, it dealt way. with real themes while still remaining funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think my top four list, which I had penciled in, has got to get erased maybe by some of these conversations. I might have to erase my, my list. At the end of the show, we'll see. I mean, see we're if you about convince to see me. a truly rare bird. <laughs> right. so. We have a a very uh, an albatross a consensus of hate. number four. So we by have way, an albatross. By here. the way, Nicole, I know you're listening. Why do you hate us? <laughs> oh, we did this did? to ourselves. This was yeah, not the one. Not, this is not the one that I know. She that's true. You're this right. the one we chose because I thought it would be the one where Michelle was the saddest. Right. Yeah. And while that might have been true, I do not think our gambit paid off. You I are the saddest. Text you guys right before I watch this, where I said I'm going to lead with Full House because I want to see Michelle sad. That's oh. the reason I picked this one first, and I immediately regretted it. I always lead with Full House because I know I'm going to need to pull myself out of that <laughs> hole, <laughs> the Full House hole. Yeah. I when I put these notes together, I often watch it first and put it last. That's kind of usually <laughs> yeah, how right. how I do it. Um, this is the shootout at the end of the movie. No different here. <laughs> I, yeah. ra- I uh, this is the main event. Minor spoilers here. Uh, I know I say this every single time. Oh, yeah. mm. I am fairly sure this is the worst episode of Full House we've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> I said it out loud this... to my wife that this is the worst episode we've ever watched. Is and this I... worse than the play? The play yeah. is bad. Oh, yes, yeah. like, it is. It's every so much worse. Single time we a see a new reasons. one. I just hate it more and more and more. I, but I feel like if we watch this out of order, out of the ones we've watched, I still would hate this one more than anything else. It was, no, this wow. is this is an unbelievably shitty episode. Yeah, I, right. this is this night not be not only be the worst episode of Full House I've ever seen. There is a reasonable chance this is the worst episode of television I've ever seen. Wow. It, I yeah. think you've said that before too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, but he was accurate. First, he was not right. the first at the, time you said that. At the time, that. that was the worst half hour he had seen. This is now the new worst 22 <laughs> right. minutes I've ever spent in my life. Do you remember this episode? No. I guess uh, we should give a description first. Full House Season 4, Episode 17, if you want to watch it. A fish called Martin. Why? Michelle's new fish, Martin, dies tragically when she gives him a bubble bath. <laughs> She was just a walking down the street Do a Wait, wasn't Mr. Cooper's guy Martin too? Oh yeah. Marvin. 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 Oh, okay, all right. It's a little okay. different. Martin's dying left and right. Uh, it's a good remember? name for something that dies. <laughs> it really is like that. That's sort of like Martin Marvin. That's like right. that's like a f- funny name. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's it's the tomato country of names. It's a good oh. one. Yeah, 
Uh, the only time they accidentally hit a line drive for comedy. <laughs> they made contact. What's a funny name? I don't know. Martin. Write it. We're not rewriting it, so. <laughs> Roger. Come on, Roger. He's not available to punch up this script. <laughs> you don't have the time to do that. Uh, God. Well, well, it starts out with an epic cold open where Jesse oh, and the Rippers. God damn it. God damn it. I hate why. Did not even finish the sentence oh, in the ever, pain. So Whoever God, invented bro. television, I blame for this. Because I had to watch that shit. Jesse and the Rippers and Michelle sing some songs. Oh. Ryan, I have a question for you. How long does this go on? <laughs> yeah, you didn't watch it. It was long. No. Forever. Yeah. It's not even a cold open. It's basically... It, it's an open. It, it goes it's on for long. like five minutes. <laughs> It's long. They, they do an entire fucking set. Yes. Do what diddy diddy dumb diddy do. Um, the rippers. I don't even know if these are the other the real rippers. <laughs> these are some random people. Real this rippers guy... are touring in Japan right now. Yeah, right. right. They, right. they stayed in Japan. Uh, the oh, one... this is before that. The Every time the player... rippers look at Jesse, do you think they can just get angrier and angrier? Yeah. That just like three year old is dictating their careers. They have to. Just she's singing now. She's part of the band. Yeah, right. Could you imagine if like Pearl Jam was practicing and Eddie Vedder's <laughs> awful fucking niece came along and insisted they sing shit songs together? <laughs> what what would Stone Gossard do in that situation? Yeah. Let me do him and flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a popular band. <laughs> This is a real world situation. <laughs> We're you never going like, to get bugs written like this. God. You would like to throw a bass at somebody. Bugs. Oh my God. That's <laughs> a... Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Well, the lady in the pink ensemble, <laughs> she sings some ditties with the rippers. Jesus Christ. Uh, she also not only does the uh, do a ditty, she also does the I'm a little teapot. Ah. <laughs> this leads into my biggest issue with this episode. Mm. It legitimately felt like an, an a Sesame Street episode to me. Yes, right. Sesame Street's good. Don't blaspheme that. And that, that shows actually has effort. <laughs> uh, bananas in pajamas. Episode there you go. <laughs> right. Mm. something like, with a stink of australia on it <laughs> <laughs> i just i keep going but just <laughs> just four and a half minutes of oh, the rippers singing yes. nursery rhymes yes is, is a crime you didn't all the like way this? through this all i could think of was greg your initial i think one of the earliest episodes you did was who is this show for? I don't, I still don't know. <laughs> that was just repeating in my head over and over again during this first five minute debacle. Oh, it doesn't get any better. Uh, we come back from the song and Becky and Jesse are making out. And they're about to get married. 
Yes. Which is the very next episode. The very next one. Tomato, the only episode of Full House I think I've ever enjoyed. Right. Tomato Country. Tomato Country coming in episode. <laughs> is the next episode. I believe you'd rank that number one when we watch yeah. that. The number yeah. one Actually, wedding. Tomato Country is not the next episode. It's two episodes. The two episodes. Oh, yes. okay. So the, the cliffhanger leads into yes, Tomato Country. Two, okay, yes. sorry. Uh, well, Jess, Becky says uh, we got to practice our square dancing because... We're what? Square, da- square, <laughs> square dance at the wedding. <laughs> what? Coming out. It's just dead air for nine minutes. <laughs> this has happened before. This happened before. Oh, God. What? <laughs> what a reaction just to square dancing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is rivaling Hot Boys. <laughs> There's no joke there. It's just you yelling, what? It's rivaling Hot Boys. I <laughs> uh, see some like, ABC script editor is screaming <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, my God. Five minutes of fucking Michelle. And then we leave with square dancing. That's the best you got. That'll draw him in. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just the visceral reaction. Just square dancing. Oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> oh, anyway, this is a big deal. Jesse doesn't want to square dance. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse doesn't want to square dance. Becky says they do it at every family function. I don't think they square dance at the wedding, do they? No. No. <laughs> he sings that song again. <laughs> they don't square dance. He sings the song. They don't do it. It doesn't happen. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not like it's seasons before, Ugh. anyway. It's just another, Ugh. like, these two fight over the dumbest things in the world. They fought over Elvis <laughs> on vacation in Hawaii. So <laughs> Remember that? Oh, God.
fucking any better? Because <laughs> this line's going to do it for you. Danny loves carnivals. <laughs> Jesus. He comes in talking about he loves carnivals, except for cramps and nausea. Ugh. <laughs> Michelle want a fish. Oh my god! I want a fish. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) We're gonna make it. We're all good. Oh, oh god! She want a fish. She says this fish is gonna sleep in sleep in my bed. Okay. Uh, DJ, this this is a. Oh god. B plot. Oh, <laughs> DJ met met a boy at the carnival. Great <laughs> sentence. DJ met a boy at the carnival. So <laughs> and they uh there's a little bit here that I kind of like where Jesse and Becky are like, "Are you freaking out? Like aren't you you freak out anytime DJ talks to a boy?" And uh Danny Tanner's very calm and he just goes, not freaking out at all. Stephanie's spying on her for me. <laughs> I like that. That doesn't instill uh, trust in your children. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, it is about all she's good at. Danny. So yeah. <laughs> she's a good spy. Yeah. Uh, we see this boy from the carnival. He loves cars. And DJ's like, Oh, I love cars too. I'll call you later and talk about cars. And then Stephanie says, Barfo Rama. <sighs> Stephanie. Joey talks to talks to Michelle about her fish. Yeah. He says, What do you want to name your fish? And she says, Martin. He says, Sounds like my accountant, Martin Fish. <laughs> he, That'll get you to de- Vegas. He details <laughs> all not, not like Chet. Yeah, yeah, now we know who's open to Chet. Yeah. <laughs> Just flames shoot out of the table. Yeah. I feel like we we could pay Chet to make this happen. The yeah. actor that plays Chet, right? He's he's not. Oh, yeah, busy. get on cameo. I'm Can sure you set there. a no table on fire? Doing. Right. Start I'll yelling. do whatever you want for seventy bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey says all the things you have to do for a fish. You have to feed him, uh, and Michelle says, "Good, he can have all my veggies." Because you can. You have to keep his bowl clean. Like fish, like shit I'm talking about here. If Michelle was a hand puppet, this right, this is like Mister Rogers shit. Yep, right. Like Mm. if Michelle was a little hand puppet that was an elephant that got a little baby elephant. Like this is what you would tell a hand puppet. Mm -hmm. This entire fucking episode. Oh God. Fucking Joey. Going. Uh, God damn it. Then uh, Michelle takes the bowl and says, I'm taking him for a walk. Okay. Uh, Be- <laughs> Becky and Jesse do a square dance lesson. Ugh. And uh, Jesse later. says, I'm too busy because I have a lazy Susan now for my combs and I have to set up my combs and my hair care products. They act like yeah. fucking children. I know. Like, just do it, man. Right. Or don't. Who gives a shit? It's your wedding. You, everybody does stupid stuff at their wedding. Right. 
DJ needs to borrow a car magazine. What do they even like about each other? (laughs) (laughs) They like to argue about Elvis. That seems to be every time we've seen them. They like that each other is hot. That's it. It's true. Yeah, but that's not what you base a marriage on. You do in Full House. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, DJ needs to borrow these car magazines from Jesse so she can know about cars for this guy who's calling. Uh, Becky says you shouldn't pretend to like something, and Jesse's like, it's "Fucking, what are you fucking talking about, dumbass? You pretended to like Elvis." Uh, <laughs> Michelle decides to make a bath for Martin, and Joey comes in and says, "What are you doing, Michelle? You're not supposed to give yourself a bath." Yeah, and where's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get in first. Yeah. <laughs> Go get your cousins. <laughs> your unborn cousins at this point. <laughs> Good grief. Two uh, bath episodes in a row. Um, yeah. Michelle says it's almost he's almost finished. I'm keeping him clean, like you said. And then uh Joey's like, Oh, okay, this is not good. And he scoops him out and Joey. dumps him in the bowl. And what are you doing, Joey? Joey? Yeah, come Should on. I know she was an idiot. You right. Spend all doing. your time with this little yeah. girl. She's made you quit jobs before, Joey. Yeah. Several careers. Uh he says he's taking a she says, is he sleeping? Because he's a he's a dead, dead fish. It's a very long nap. And then uh Michelle's like, he's a silly fish. And Joe Joey comes downstairs and says Martin Tanner is dead, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you even talking about?" I thought that was funny when Danny yeah. was play- sort of like playing along with it. And then Jesse says he's dead already. <laughs> what happened? Uh, where is Comet? Have we only seen like one episode yeah. of Comet the dog? The Comet dog. Like That's like a season four or five episode. Is That's it? When Stephanie's a little bit older. Okay, mm. I'll find I feel, like we, I feel like we should have just accidentally seen more Comet episodes than we have in this show. Yeah, we really haven't seen very many. They tell her that Martin is dead. <laughs> I mean, I would have taken way more joy in that. They tell her that Martin is dead. Your friend Seven is dead! episode of season three is where Comet comes around. Okay. Mm. What was this episode? It was season three, I think. Yeah. Must He's have been... probably around. Yeah. He's just not uh... in this one. Remember all the happy times you had together for the 14 minutes that you were around each other? This wasn't bad. I, that was, you know, as usual, on the Jesse, ride home. Jesse usually Jesse has says. one or good two, one or two good lines. Yeah. So. Uh, Martin's going to go have a burial at sea. Well, how did Martin die? Well, really, it's fucking Joey's fault. Yeah. He told you that the fishes like to take baths. So really, it's his fault. Michelle's very sad. And I killed Martin. We get that whole, you know, music swells moment. (laughs) So the next day they have a surprise for Michelle. It's a new pet fish. His name is Freddy. And he's actually in a fish tank this time. Right. Instead of just a bowl that an unsupervised child can go murder. Um, And she says, watch out, Freddy. Watch out for me, Freddy. I might kill you, Freddy. Damn. And when she leaves, it's a little, a little creepy. And then when she leaves, um, is it Joey that's a, or Jesse that says, what the fuck are you guys doing? Another fish? She just killed that last fish. 
And they're like, oh, no, we got the problem solved. And they open a cabinet, and it's just filled with fish. Yeah. They have, like, a mystery mystery curio cabinet that's been there forever, and we get to see yeah. what it's inside. And apparently, they've they never seen it open. That's, what do they do yeah. to all these fish? Right. It always this, had fish. It always had fish in it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they have plenty of Freddy backups in case she kills Freddy. <laughs> Stephanie tries to help her sister with the car thing. Quizzes her on different cars, and DJ has no fucking clue about cars because she doesn't care. That's when Bobby calls, and then this line kills me. She's like, Hey, Bobby, got to tell you the truth about something. I think cars are boring and they cause pollution. Hello? Hello? Well, he hung up on me. Mm. <laughs> she wouldn't have to go to Afghanistan if she stuck oh, with Bobby. Oh, God, it's Bobby's fault. <laughs> Michelle talks to Freddie about murdering him. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Freddie. <laughs> uh, the family, again, ignore this yeah. child mm-hmm. unsupervised, and they practice square dancing for about five ever. minutes. <laughs> A long scene of square dancing. And Jesse legit is laughing and having fun. And then they say, okay. Problem solved. Square dancing won't break us up. We're still getting married next week. Let's remember never to do the square dancing. As long as we can just never do this. Right. We'll just forget about it. Don't worry. Something, Michelle comes in, something happened to the fish. Something very bad. But it's baby fish. The fish gave birth to other baby fish. And Freddie's actually a lady. And then this killed me. The adults say to her, you're a hero. Michelle, you are a hero. Congratulations on a kid killing another animal. You are a hero. Okay. Uh, and then she says, okay, well, where do babies come from? And then oh, chases God. the parents and the adults and says, get back here. Tell me, I know, you know, and that's how it ends. Full House, the death of Martin. <laughs> oh boy! I thought I would have had so much joy watching Michelle be sad. Yeah, no. I thought it would have. I thought this was going to be my highlight. I thought I was going to walk away here because she would have been depressed and miserable, and that would have made me happy. But uh, I learned something today, gentlemen. She has the emotional range of a brick, <laughs> like. There was no sadness in those eyes. <laughs> you want to throw a brick at her. You, yeah. Every episode you've tried to cause physical harm to Michelle. Well, I always like to kick I down the stairs. I don't want to cause, cause physical harm. I'm just utterly shocked that no one else has tried. <laughs> <laughs> it would have solved so many problems to shove her down the stairs. <laughs> so, uh, just, just absolute garbage. What, I mean, is this the worst episode? You think it, this is the worst yeah, episode? I really do, in there's retrospect. Just, there's, I mean, there's like... The you describing some of these jokes are funnier than they were in the moment. Mm. Like no jokes, actual dialogue that I thought was written for children. Yeah, like I cannot stress the like the the breadth of language used in this is so limited that it sounds like a child's program. It sounds right. like a PBS show to me. Yeah. Um, and like maybe that's what they were going for. You know, like. Early 
early TGIF, still early 90s, there was still this sort of like moral obligation that I think networks had to sort of teach life lessons to kids. So like maybe they're like, well, we got to write an episode that's a little dumbed down so like some kids can entertain themselves. But like, and I feel like if that's the case, and I do think that is the case, I think this was intentionally dumb so that Mm -hmm. kids could understand it. That explains, I think, why there was the dancing and the singing in it so much. Right. Because kids respond well to that. Like a Barney episode. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like a Barney episode. Like, it opens with some songs, songs that kids know. Mm -hmm. And then they teach a life lesson, and then everyone dances. And then the credits roll. And then we find out where babies come from. (laughs) Just like that one one Barney that got got the show canceled, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, like, uh, you know... I think that is most likely the intent. Maybe. I mean, that's the but best explanation matter. I've heard. I watch. I've seen kids shows. I mean, you, um, you have yeah, Ryan yeah. for sure. Recently, you said Sesame yeah. Street's good and Sesame Street is good, but like, yeah. kids shows can be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have to be something that parents suffer through so yeah. that their child learns a somewhat lesson through. Yeah, inadequate means in my the, opinion. The best Michelle example Tanner's, of that, yeah. Go ahead. The best example of that now is Bluey. Bluey, yeah. Everyone, I we have good yeah. friends, and they have three kids, and they all are obsessed with that. But I've I, when I've been over it's at good. their place and I've watched it with them. You know, obviously my kids are older, too old for that. But mm-hmm. uh, it is good. It's real good, and it's, it's great at teaching lessons. Good lessons, not yeah. a pain, not beating you over the head with it, right? But and it's funny, well done, like acted well and voiced yeah. well, I guess. And Very that's well also the animated for it. They are children's shows. Mm-hmm. Full House, while family friendly, was never a kid show. Well, mm-hmm. this is where it gets into the who is this for? Right. right. So to take what's supposed to be a just a funny show about, you know, the hilarity of a family and to dumb it down to such gross lengths. Yeah. To teach not even that much of a lesson? What's the lesson? How Michelle quickly... is a hero. Oh, right. <laughs> How quickly this show has changed. Like, we make fun of the, the pilot episode of Full House quite a bit. Um, but, like, that, it, it's almost, you, you don't even see I- any similar threads or DNA in, what, in, in this episode compared to the original pilot. It's just very, very different. You know, I, I would almost say the original pilot was centered around Danny more than anything else. And yeah. that's not what we have here. He's barely in. Well, it's He's that bar- Urkel yeah. syndrome, you yeah. know, like, yeah, right. Michelle got popular. Yeah. And and catchphrases, cut it out and mm-hmm. stuff. Have mercy. That like was what the show became. It was no longer a show that was trying to entertain. Not that it ever did. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was just a pop culture machine. It did accomplish that. On a scream. There is a new Full House podcast too. Uh, Stephanie yeah. and uh, and uh, Gibbler are doing a Full House rewatch podcast because, of course, oh, we need fun. all we need all those. So yeah. I wonder I wish what they were watching the episodes we were. Yeah, yeah. if that was the I case, I would listen to it. I wish I they were watching it with us. I feel like yeah. if we had them on this show, we might Maybe be able they... to get some insight. Yeah. What. I feel like that would never that would never go well. That would I go hear well. though that they are their lives more really? objective. Yeah. Oh, like really? they're not like DJ is apparently like off the rails, like 
kind of a oh, crazy well, person. Yeah, we already knew that. But you know, you spend that much time in the in the shit, you're gonna end up crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, was, DJ's a, a veteran. Yes. A, <laughs> Not a vet, a veteran. It's a callback. <laughs> It's a deep callback. But it's it, one of my favorites. It comes back every episode. Yeah. It's like Roger. I don't think people know what Roger is. Yeah, right. You got to go way back for Roger and way back for Look, Stephanie, sometimes you got to you 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 sprinkle the spice for our most right. dedicated fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's for right. you guys. The, the Normal f- people, you get a lovely chocolate yeah. chocolate cupcake. Right. The real fans, you motherfuckers get sprinkles. Yeah. And cocaine. The, oh, right. Naturally. Cocaine right. sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How much money that would cost? Every episode (laughs) has cocaine in it. Every single episode of ours. Um, All right. Thank you to Nicole, first of all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yep. So great. Uh, I hope you didn't like any of these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) As we shit on almost all of them. Yeah. I think Um, she understands the gimmick here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, But we appreciate it. And yeah, it was good. It was a great assignment. selection that you passed over to us, and then not the same episode over and over yes, again either. Right, right. So well done, well done by you. Uh, that's that means we got to rank these things. Let's uh, go to Top three. Four <laughs> this is easy. Four yeah. is Full House. Three four is, is Boy Meets World. Absolutely right. Yes. Yep. Poor Chet. Two. Uh, I would go with Perfect Strangers. Wow. I know. Holy I shit. told you. I told you. It was I, a thought, rare I saw this coming. I saw yeah. this coming. Um, I, I, Perfect Strangers is great, but as far as Perfect Strangers goes, I don't know. There was okay. there, there were two okay. jokes. It was funny, mm-hmm. mm. you know. Balky, good actor, love mm. it. Um, but like, I hold the shit to a higher standard. <laughs> wow, you know? this was the hook of Perfect Strangers episodes. Oh, <laughs> the hook. Yeah. Aww. No. It's just Perfect Strangers is so fucking good that when they have a bit of a plotter, okay, going to get docked. You yeah. made a very good case for Cooper being number one, though. The you whole did. show. So I mean, it's just uh, like a you know, it comes down to it. You guys put your number twos. Obviously, Mr. Cooper's number one. Mr. Mm-hmm. Cooper, the only one that stayed true to itself, in my opinion. Mm. I love it. Interesting. I did not put Cooper number one. I put it number two. Fair yeah. enough. I liked Balky's. Uh, honestly, I liked the the drama at the end. I thought his performance was good. Just kind of like, I, but then again, I was a sucker for when we watched that Fresh Prince and Bel Air episode. We got to see Will Smith really like break out the acting chops. I appreciated that as art, and I I like that here too. And I like the I said the cow part made me crack up. I thought that was mm-hmm. great. I thought Marklin Baker, as always, is very patient and funny. Um, push it over the edge for me. Both I, I like. I mean, both were good. Mark, you know, the Hang with Mr. Cooper yeah. one, I really enjoyed. Very clearly one and two here. Yeah, the cow pushes it over the edge for me. <laughs> big, big into cows. I'm into the cow jokes. Yeah. I'm into cow jokes. Okay. All right. So not exactly the same. This is good. We like that. We like mm-hmm. a little difference, which means that we are coming to the next episode, which we unfortunately don't have settled down. Do we, uh, do we want to do something? We have an idea. I had an idea, and now I don't remember it. Yeah. Oh my god! I think we've we every time we kind of kick around doing the. Oh. Okay. okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear your idea. What about episodes that take place in a different time? Okay. Like you're talking about, like when we saw that step by step that was set in the Western era. Well, maybe we've already exhausted them. Yeah, there's a step by step when they set in the well. 
the Western mm. area. Right. We also saw that Boy Meets World where there are more World, World, World War II. Right, right. I bet there's more, though. I mean, I bet we could probably find a handful more. I, mm. I'm just thinking like where they're outside of the norm. Because I, mm-hmm. I think about a, the Laurel and Hardy episode of Perfect Strangers, which is actually a pretty bad episode. <laughs> uh, I would say possibly <laughs> bottom five. Wow. Um, But mm. it's black and white. They're playing Laurel and Hardy. So, they're yeah, in a different okay. time. I don't know if this is possible. And like, as you both mentioned, we've already used two of them. In fact, yeah. time ball episodes kind of <laughs> might have ball. sucked them all, all off. All the time balls. Yeah. Right, right. All yeah. the time balls were technically back in time. So um, now that's not. And then, oh, oh, oh like no, 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 no. I remember what it was. It was a bomb episode. Oh, right, 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 right. There is definitely a Perfect Strangers episode with a bomb. There is definitely or, uh, a family, uh, matters. family Matters. Family Matters, matters. yeah, right. Mm. That one I remember. There's got to be more bombs. Oh, yeah. I kind of like With a one. bomb. Okay. This bomb quite, episodes. It's going to take me a while to find all these. <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. But you gave me 50%, which is good. Yeah, right. Is there a bomb episode of Dinosaurs? Is there? Uh, not that I can remember. Is there a bomb one of Clueless? I feel like I want to go back to Clueless. I haven't done that in a while. Oh, it's been a while since we did Clueless, yeah. Doubt it. Yeah, but I mean, we don't need, maybe we don't need to figure it out now. Yeah, well, maybe we'll, we can think I about like this, it. I like the bomb thing. We talked yeah, about you can it find bomb episodes. I think that's like, I, I like both those episodes. Yeah. But like, I feel like there's most assuredly not a, a full house or a boy meets world with a bomb. Oh, I bet there's a step by step. I bet, I bet JT in all of his ghost fucking comes across some sort of bomb or wow. Cody. Or Cody, yes. Spelunking and finds a stick of dynamite in his right. pants. Right. Accidentally creates a bomb. Mark creates a bomb with a science fair project or something. I don't do this often, but I want to look this up now. All right. Okay. Let's see if there's step-by-step. Yeah, step-by-step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step you wish step bomb episode. You... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Riveting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut this the out. The magic of editing. Uh mm. the episode of Family Matters called Boom, season three, episode one, I believe. Carl has to stay on a treadmill that is rigged with a bomb. Oh, I want that yes. now. Yeah. Yes. I, I I I remember it being a great episode. What the fuck? There's a weird <laughs> this is this could be used somewhere else. The case of the missing diary by step by step, not a bomb episode, but it's a portal to another time episode where oh, they go hey, into like all right. <laughs> the mobster. Oh, that'd be fun. Sixties or something like that. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's got to be yeah, an episode of Family Matters where they're in. Yeah, there is something right. A dance, wanna... like a dance, there's, you know. Yeah, there is. There's like portals. Portals yeah. to other dimensions for sure already. And I still want to see that one step by step where JT thinks Karen's trying to kill him. Remember, we saw yeah. that synopsis. I don't know how we're ever going to work that in because yeah. there's like a psychic involved, but right. I really want to see that. Maybe that's a Halloween. Yes. Uh, all right. So we're doing bombs. We're landing on bombs. If we can. Yeah. Right. If not, if maybe something... a time out of place. Yeah. Out of place if time. Something completely series. throws yeah. us off with the bombs episode. We got two already. So, right. We'll see. Um, I bet we can find them. There's got to be. I'm sure there is. Yep. All right. All right. We are good. Any plugs before we get out of here? Nope. No. We got one plug. The Pod oh, Long Podcast. Yes. Oh, coming back. We'll, season two. Coming back for season two. will be That's a new exciting. episode next week. Yep. Looking forward to hearing um, it. We'll have several ones. Greg is not on that show anymore. He is a busy man and 
And we have a great replacement for you if you mm-hmm. haven't heard it. So if you're into football, we're going to be ramping that sucker up. Our third guest has won an Emmy uh for directing this episode of full house actually so that was uh oh, I don't know how well, okay that, all right yeah. i didn't know full house won emmys oh several <laughs> okay uh all right we are done we're out of here we'll see you for the bomb episode next time thanks nicole peace out bye, bye.